I'm Russ. And I'm Danny. And this is the Memory Makers Podcast. The show that helps you create amazing customer experiences and make more memories. So, Danny, we did it. We made the plunge and we launched a podcast. We sure did. <laughs> and typically, the first episode of a podcast, people are going to talk about the the who, the what, the when, the where, all those different things. Um, today, we're skipping all that. We're just going to get right into the meat of it because a lot of you know who we are. We've had the good fortune of having you at our events or seeing you places or working with you to help you kind of create these amazing experiences in your own venue. Mm -hmm. And it makes sense that we would skip over some of that because today there was one question that you left off of that who, what, where, when, and today is all about the why, baby, why we are in this business and how that shapes how we show up for our guests. And some of the frameworks that we're going to walk through, it's not just about us at Creative Works. We're going to kind of share our own evolution through these frameworks, but it's about helping all of you understand your own why, being able to more um, intentionally focus that in your communication with your marketing, with your customers, with your staff to be able to build better relationships and have a business that's more meaningful and a relationship that's more meaningful. So some of the frameworks that we are going to talk about here, we've learned and combined from a couple different places, one of which is the Tony Robbins Business Mastery event. And the other one is a book by Simon Sinek called Start With Why. We've kind of taken some pieces from both of those, put them together, and we're really trying to focus this on our location-based entertainment industry so that it's as relevant for you as it possibly can be. Absolutely. I think that as we started on this journey, you know, it was important for us to have our mission statement and our vision statements. And, and we felt like we were checking the boxes. We had our core values. You know, we had all of that, that internalized. But as we started getting into a couple of, uh, of these exercises and some of these books, it really helped open up our eyes of what kind of, you know, what kind of redirect or focused intentionality do we need to have? And so that way, again, to your point, Danny, of, of how does that actually show up when we're trying to reach customers and, and make a, you know, have our genuine personality of wanting to show up and help? How do we put that forth, uh, you know, in every facet of the company? And it comes down to understanding who you are. And so uh, with the, you know, what business are you in question that we like to pose? Oftentimes it's a very literal answer, right? When we started on that, it was, you know, we went through this exercise at Business Mastery and it was, what business are you in? And it was like, well, we make laser tag arenas. And we, no, then it had changed to, okay, we make immersive attractions for for entertainment venues and it was that very literal this is what we do um but it wasn't necessarily the why we are doing it which we'll we'll dive into a little bit more of how that starts to unlock the hidden levels a little bit of really connecting with your best audience um you know, some of this is, it's technically accurate, it's just limited in scope, right? And so we wanna make sure that we have a really evergreen and universal, you know, truth that helps drive all of our decisions. And there's a really great example that I like to use when a location-based entertainment venue is thinking about what business that they're in. And they, let's use a bowling venue as an example. Let's say bowling is the anchor and then there are multiple other attractions that they've got. Maybe it's mm -hmm. an arcade and laser tag and food and beverage and a bar, right? A couple different things. 
And a lot of times that answer will be, well, I'm in the bowling business, right? Because that's the anchor attraction. It's one of the most important things at the business. It's what's bringing people through the door. Mm -hmm. But the problem with that is that when you define yourself as a bowling business, when you have all these other profit centers, every decision that you make is a bowling decision. Every package you have is a bowling package. Every marketing message is a bowling message. And while bowling is important, you're maybe focusing on that to the detriment of all the other profit centers because you're not just a bowling center. You have all these amazing pieces that you offer. And so when it's that limited scope, it can affect the decisions that you're making and how you create your packages and how you communicate with your staff. I couldn't agree more. I think we lived that where it wasn't necessarily a broken process. It just wasn't nearly as impactful or, or effective as it could be. And when we really started getting a little bit more in tune, you know, to what that that core why was for us and, and what business are we really in, are, are in, that just started to unlock and make every all the other decisions a lot simpler because we just had this, you know, this is the backstop right? This is how we can filter everything through at our core and, and everyone can be on the same page about why did you show up here today in the first place? And if it's not to, you know, do this and we'll, we'll reveal that here momentarily as we get into the, the why and and how that evolved. If you're not here for that, then, you know, it, it, that impacts how you show up for everything. And so it just helped us get so much more traction, uh, just culturally, which has been the pillar of our success as a company over the last 26 years. And so in that example, right, if, if it's not, if you're not in the bowling business, what business are you really in? We'll get mm -hmm. to that momentarily. But before we do, I want to take a moment to talk about what Russ had mentioned of Simon Sinek's golden circle, right? This is something that comes from his book, Start With Why. And the, the basic premise of this here is that people don't buy what you do. They don't even buy how you do it they buy why you do it. And he brings so many great examples from companies of many different sizes that have the best relationships with their customers. They're extremely profitable and they have very, very loyal customers and brand loyalists. Mm -hmm. And a lot of that is because their marketing messaging and everything that they do to position themselves in the market is all starting with their why. And so there's a really great example. I'm going to kind of continue down the path of the bowling example through this part as well, because I think it helps illustrate the difference between what and how and why. So I've got, I'm going to read these to make sure I get them just right uh, to, to be able to drive this point home. But let's just say that there is a, a bowling venue or bowling anchored venue that is putting together some marketing messaging and they want to uh, be able to reach their their customers so here's two different options and think for a moment between these two which one you think is going to resonate more with the customers first one we love bowling and we have the best bowling lanes rental equipment and pin setters in town okay it's very literal mm -hmm. second one we believe your family time matters make the time count while you bowl laugh and smile with the people you care about yeah, it's I, I to me, it's a no brainer. And obviously we've we've done this exercise. So we're we're, you know, a little bit in a, a biased vacuum for loving that example that we created for ourselves. But <laughs> I think it, it really hones in on that second option 
you're really focusing on aligning with the beliefs and values of your audience. And because everything that we're seeing in the large consumer trending reports is that buying decisions are coming from personal alignment with brands, where people are gonna take their discretionary time and income and they're gonna put that towards companies that they view as an extension of themselves or share common um, you know, values. It, they need to be able to relate to your business as, as almost if it's another person. And so if you're coming forth with, hey, this is who I am, this is what we're about, um, you know, this is how we want to show up for you. It's coming to them with an open hand as opposed to shouting to get their attention over the widgets. And so if we take this one step further, right, we've, we've defined what business you're in is not necessarily bowling. We've talked a little bit about the why. Now let's take it to the third step of the what business you're really in. So when we were going through this exercise, we kind of took some inspiration from what we learned at the Tony Robbins event and start with why to figure out what business we're really in at the core of it and how that why interacts with it. And so as Russ mentioned, our first answer of what business you're in was we design and fabricate attractions for the family entertainment centers. Okay, mm -hmm. it's very literal, but it's a bit limiting in scope. It's not as exciting. Here's the new answer we came up with when it came to what business are we really in? We create powerful emotions and memories. We help you get customers off the couch and into your venue with amazing experiences they can't get at home. That to me speaks so much more to the core, the heart, the ethos of what this business is really about and the business that all of us are in. Now, our answer for what business we're really in is gonna differ from yours, but part of what we, the challenge is that we want you to do is take some time to start writing down some ideas of what business that you're really in because it's not bowling it's not laser tag it's not birthday parties it's not go-karts it's none of those things it's something that probably has to do with memories or family or fun or celebration or something along those lines you've got to make it work for you and and your personality and your business but that's the challenge from this episode take some time and start writing these things down and russ i want to throw it back your way too because one thing that we've experienced is if you're the owner you should not be the only one doing this exercise. Yeah, it's it's definitely a very revealing exercise if you work on this with your staff. Um, maybe start out with your higher level managers and, and supervisors and, and with that. But go through this exercise because it'll do two things for you. One is it will show you how aligned you all are on what you think that that business is, which can be telling and, and maybe highlight some areas where we need to adjust and tweak. But it also starts to get this shared buy-in of what is this that we want to create and why are we here? And so from a culture building standpoint, going through that exercise and giving buy-in to your, your staff and showing them that you trust them to have input and you value their opinion on this, especially when that's something that you would hope to have as a core tenant within your, your culture is good communication. This is a no-brainer way to kick that process off and get buy-in from the team and, and make sure that they're highlighting on what those things are. I think and that it's not just practical from a culture standpoint, but it's also more exciting and inspiring. If you say, oh, well, I'm in the attractions business, it's like, oh, okay, yeah, who cares, mm -hmm. right? But when I can say, yeah, we create powerful emotions and memories, that's literally what we do every day. Mm -hmm. I feel more excited about what I do, and it's more likely to rub off on others, whether that is our employees or the people that we work with or just anyone else in the industry. Mm -hmm. It's such a core tenet of 
Again, the why is what we are here to do every single day. It should be inspirational. It should be something that has a little bit more of that altruistic, you know, higher calling and purpose because it's it's just it's that golden standard that you want to have for yourselves of, you know, this is the impact. This is the the you know, positive vibes that we want to be able to put out there. And it just, it, if people don't know it or can't see it and it's not reinforced on a regular basis, it gets lost in the mix and it's just another kind of thought exercise. And so you really have to stick with this and get full buy-in from the team as you go through with it, because it's going to help everyone be rowing in the same direction. And speaking of the thought exercise piece, this is not something that you do once you write it down, you get that you get that message or whatever, and it's on a piece of paper and then you put it in a drawer and never think about it again. This is infused in into everything that you do every single day, whether it's through your marketing messaging or the the your interactions with your customers, your interactions with your employees anywhere else. It's all connected. So, Russ, I want to throw to you. What what are your final thoughts to kind of wrap up this whole idea? I think that to to build off of what you were saying of this is an ongoing process it's it's something that you again are constantly checking to make sure that you're one living towards that that worthy goal that you have um, and that it's showing up across the board this is not something that happens overnight as well right it, it it needs to be something that you're building and you're fostering and you're nurturing within your team some of you may be in a great position where you already have a very good understanding of that but getting buy-in from your staff and your team members is going to be really critical for the longevity of this because we all know how what our turnover cycle is just with the typical age groups that we have but if we're going to really cement this in place as a foundational element or we're going to weave it into the fabric of just who we are every day it's something that we need to talk about and over communicate so that way there's no question um how this you know shows up for us and in, in all of the facets that we do from like you said danny social media posts to clean bathrooms it's just got to be there at every phase and i think that as long as we come into that mindset of hey, th this we should continue to make sure that this is resonating true for us. This should be something um, that we still believe in. We went through several iterations of our why as we continued to change the business. Uh, and so it's, it's one where it doesn't have to be set in stone, but we need to make sure that we're constantly testing and evaluating to make sure that that's really hitting on, on the uh, core tenets that we want it to. So you mentioned there everything from social media posts to bathrooms, and it feels like a really good place to wrap this up. I would say that <laughs> this was a one heck of a way to kick off a podcast, right? Yeah, we covered everything from social media posts to bathrooms on this one. It's what it sounds like. So <laughs> I think that, uh, you know, as we look forward to putting out these weekly episodes with you all, one, we really uh, are, are very excited about bringing on guests and focusing on specific topics that would be relevant to you guys. So please, if you have ideas or people that you would like us to highlight and learn from alongside with you, please reach out to us and, and send those along and we'll be happy to add those to the tick list. And if you liked what you heard today, make sure you subscribe and uh, leave a review. Give us those five stars, please and thanks, if you don't mind. And like, I, like Russ said, if you have any ideas of future guests or topics or anything like that, shoot us a message on our uh, social media channels. And last but not least, big shout out to Mike for working the ones and twos over here and doing the uh, video switches. Appreciate you. Thank you to all of you for joining us. And we will catch you on the next one, Troublemakers.